Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is my last recording for 2021. This will be the first podcast that you're hearing for 2022. And I'm feeling really good today. What I want to share with you is a level up process. Okay, so we're going to talk about how leveling up is a process. And I want to talk to you about that process, what it's been like for me, and what I can share my advice to you on how you can make that happen. And one of the things that I really love, and I've been sitting here as I'm making my notes for today's podcast, is I love what I get to do. So thank you. Thank you for being a listener to the Confidence and Communication podcast. And thank you for following me on Instagram at Jessica Dumas01, because this is me living my dream. Like I'm really living my dream where I get to be life and speaker coach and I get to be a podcast host. And I have some exciting plans for 2022. So thank you. I wanted to talk about reflection in this episode. So 2022, there's a lot of talk about New Year's resolutions. I don't like that term or phrase because I believe that we can make, well, I never use the word resolution, really. Do I use that word? I don't know. But we can make our changes anytime, right? We can make it any single day. So I want to talk about reflection before we're moving forward. And that can be done today or tomorrow or whenever you're ready to take that next step forward. And so because I've already shared that leveling up is a process, this is something that I hope that you will do again and again and again and again, because every time I'm leveling up, it's the same process. You just get better, you get quicker. Another thing that I want to add and throw into the opening of this podcast is fuck the phrase new year, new me. Because as I already said, every single day is a new day to start every time that you wake up and you get that new breath, that new morning breath. It's a great time to start every single moment. You have a shit moment. You get to just take a deep breath. Well, (laughs) shit and deep breath in the same phrase probably don't work. (laughs) Probably don't work that good. Every single moment you get to take a deep breath and start again, right? That's how we climb mountains. That's how we accomplish marathons. That's how we make anything happen. It's step by step. It's breath by breath. I remember when I was 11 years old, around 11 years old, I think, and it was New Year's Eve. I don't remember where my family went. I was staying at my cousin's place and we got to stay up late and it was just her and I because the adults, I think, were all partying somewhere. And we had plans to watch the New Year countdown together on TV. And it was one of those like old box TVs just to share how old I am, a little bit of how old I am. But we were super excited. We were watching the excitement build up on TV, the music and the dancing and everyone just talking about the countdown. So we were pretty hyped up for some 11 year old girls. And then it's just about midnight and the countdown begins. Four. 
three, two, one. Happy New Year! Right? And there's fireworks and I don't remember what else. Anyway, it was fun. It was a fun moment. And I thought that like, holy smokes, it's a new year. What's going to be different? And I remember looking at her and we looked at each other and I literally said to her, I don't feel any different. (laughs) And so ever since then, I thought New Year's is dumb. So here's me again, like bashing our like society traditions. I get it. The countdown is fun. The party is fun. I get it. And me thinking the New Year's countdown and the whole concept of New Year, New You, thinking that's dumb, that's not going to stop me from going to a party and from actually doing it. Like, I'm totally going to do it. However, it gets dumb. And, you know, what I thought was really dumb was that I thought something was going to be different. I didn't know you have to make the change. I didn't know that you have to do the shit. I was thinking, you mean it just doesn't happen for you? No, baby, you do that shit yourself. (laughs) All the lessons I've learned. Next thing I want to jump into with a really hard point is to you who's listening right now, when we're talking about leveling up, when we're talking about moving forward, doesn't matter what day it is. You got to stop letting shit be all or nothing. So put your hand up if you're an all or nothing person, because admitting something is the first step. But you got to stop letting shit be all or nothing, right? Step by step, breath by breath, inch by inch, you do one thing 1% better every single day. And after 10 days, you're 10% better. You do one thing 1% better every day for 20 days, and then you're 20% better, right? This is compound work. This is how we make shit really happen. So are you with me? We're going to start talking about reflection. Before we start getting into the goals and looking forward and all that sort of thing, it's really important to stop and and take some reflection on what are we letting go of? Because as human beings, we have these human life experiences and we start to collect a lot of shit. And I'm someone who is doing inner work, journaling work, decluttering work. I'm doing that stuff on a regular basis. I'll share a little bit of that with you today. But it's a very important step. Because if we want to go further, we need to let go of some shit that's holding us back, shit that's really heavy that we're carrying. It's really important that we let some of that go. One of the cool phrases that you've heard me mention before from the Bible is what you see is temporary, what you don't see is eternal. That's a phrase from the Bible, a verse from the Bible. I don't know where it is, but it's really cool. And it's something that I like truly, truly believe in. When I say that statement, it's something that truly resonates with me. What you see is temporary, what you don't see is eternal. And what that means to me is Everything that we see with our eyes, everything that's in our life right now, we get to make those changes. We can change the shit around us. There's another phrase that says, you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you, right? What you don't see is eternal. And ultimately what that means is you don't have to keep showing up at the same place in the same way, because what you don't see, the things that we don't see are memories, our dreams, our joys, our passions. A lot of it we don't see. It's feelings. We can't see feelings. They're all internal. 
and that makes them invisible, but it doesn't mean that they're not real, right? They're just as real as what we see, but they're eternal. That just, that gets me excited. So I want to ask you some questions and if you can get a pen and a paper, then that's going to be a good idea. If you are driving or doing something like that, then maybe you can pause as I'm going forward with the questions just to ponder the questions for a minute or so, because I'm, I'm just going to be shooting them out. <laughs> I'm just shooting them out today. So first question, what are you letting go of? And we're going to talk about that in the way of decluttering. Decluttering your space, of course, is going to be really important. Declutter your workspace, declutter your office, declutter your closet, declutter your kitchen. Like I try to make it an ongoing habit that I'm constantly getting rid of shit. I know that when it comes to like your closet or like drawers, sometimes you really have to put some time, some effort into it and like seriously declutter. But I want you to start going through things physically in your space that you can start to get rid of. Because when you're decluttering, you're literally making more room for abundance and for clarity, right? The opposite of abundance and clarity looks like chaos. It looks like clutter, but it also creates blocks, right? Have you ever tried to, you know, move a chair in the kitchen or the dining room or something like that? And there's not enough room because there's a table in the way, right? It's blocked. When we keep our environments in that type of condition, we don't like those are physical demonstrations of what's actually going on in our minds and in our spirits. And those blocks that clutter that chaos creates our limits. And so it's a good place to start when we start, we're going to get to our thinking, we're going to get to our thoughts, but decluttering our physical environments will actually really help with decluttering our physical spaces. So I want you to go through closets, drawers, desks, your office, your kitchen, your car, and just start cleaning shit out. Start cleaning shit out. So that's going to be like the the first physical part of it. I also, as you're going through things, I want you to start looking at like things that are kind of sitting around your spaces that are kind of useless. So for example, those pretty iPhone boxes. (laughs) Any of you have any of those pretty iPhone boxes? Like Apple did a good job in (laughs) creating the packaging for their products. At one point I had, what did I have in my office? I had my Apple keyboard box, my Apple (laughs) iPhone box, my Apple, there was something else. The MacBook box, that was a nice box and it was strong. And I can't remember if it could fit paper. I ended up putting more shit in it. Let those go. You don't need those things, right? So are there things around your space that, yeah, they look pretty, but are they actually serving you a purpose? Do you actually need that? And I'm not talking about going all minimalist unless that's something that you're going to end up doing. You do you. But is it useless? Get rid of it. There's also some things that I know I tend to hold on to that it has somewhat an emotional value. It was a gift from someone. It was a card from someone or something like that. And I really encourage you to push yourself a little bit in starting to let go of some of that stuff. And if it's a gift, maybe you can re-gift it. If it's, you know, if there's an emotional attachment that you have to things, then I really encourage you to do a bit of a 
a ceremony to let it go. Sometimes what I'll do is I will smudge my stuff and I'll give it away to someone specific. But I also, I hate being the cause of anyone else's clutter. So I also don't even like to do that. Sometimes I'll just take it right to like the thrift store or to a service that can provide it to a family if it's clothing or something that can be used again, household stuff. But if it's something that's just like, oh, it's it's a pretty item that someone gave me as a gift and I just feel bad about letting it go. You know what? Let that shit go. Let that shit go. It was a beautiful experience. Smudge it. Do whatever you want to do and give it the fuck away. (laughs) Don't feel guilty about letting shit go, okay? And then another thing that I want you to start looking at is, and this is something that you'll want to do with like probably journaling or a time that you'll start pausing and just kind of reflecting on these questions. But where were you last year at this time? And you can also go back to two years ago. Where were you one or two years ago at this time? What was going on for you in your life? What kind of wishes were you making? What kind of dreams did you have? What kind of goals were you working on? Were there goals that you accomplished that you felt really good about in the past year? What kind of things have you spent time doing over the last year that you really enjoyed? What kind of things were you doing that you really didn't enjoy? What strengths did you use? What kind of skills do you have that you love that you got to use? Because that feels good. I do that shit all the time and I love it. What kind of strengths or skills did you build? So what are you doing that's really good right now that you weren't doing really well a year ago or two years ago? It's really important to look back and reflect and recognize that you are moving forward. And it's really easy in goal setting and visioning your next level self, your future self, like we get so caught up in doing that, that we often forget to stop and look at what have we accomplished? Did we get a new job that we really enjoy? Did we work some new gigs that we really enjoy? Did you meet new clients? Did you publish something? Did you create something? And so those are some questions that I would encourage you to really reflect on and look at in your life. In my next level self program, I have an assessment that all my clients go through. And this is something that I really, I think is a lot of fun. And it's really looking at what is going on in your life. And so these are some questions, again, that I'd ask to look at, you know, over the past year or two years that you would like changed in your life. And I would encourage you to go through your household. So what kind of stuff is in your kitchen? Do you like it? Do you like the setup? Do you like the storage? Do you like how things are set up in your kitchen? Is there something that you need to change in your kitchen? So it sounds pretty simple. But I mean, and I go to kitchen because I cook for my family. And the kitchen is a place that I spend a lot of my time. And it's a place that I want to like, I want to like what's in there. And last year, to tell you the truth, I had an ugly dish set. It was a gift from a friend. And it was like, there was a serving of eight, which was like a good size to have. And I had it for like two years, but it was fucking ugly. I didn't like it. And it makes a difference. And so I had some dishes that were in the basement. They were, they were white dishes, but I was missing pieces from it because I had had it for a long time. So what I finally did is I went out and I bought 
one new dish set that matched the existing one that I had separate pieces from. And so now I have like all the dishes that I need and I really like it. So like little things, little areas that you can level up, make all of the difference. And when you consider it as reflection, looking back, like why is that important? Because I'm recognizing that I'm creating space in my life that starts to begin to feel good. So where can you start doing that? Another place that thinking about home, another thing that I've done in the past year is I've really increased the comfort of my bedroom. And I love my bedroom. I love my space. I bought lots of new pillows. I bought some pretty pink sheets. I bought like some sparkly lights for the walls. If you follow me on Facebook, you know, I post photos of my bedroom from time to time. But I have like this moon phase thing across the wall. Like it's pretty and I love it. And I brought more candles in it. And I bought like these artificial flowers. And I love my bedroom. So it's me creating a space. So not just looking at decluttering, but little things that I'm doing to create a space where it's better than it was last year. That's an upgrade. That's me taking steps to level up my life. Because when I when I get home to my bedroom at the end of the well, when I get home at the end of the day, where do I go? <laughs> Anytime I walk into my bedroom, I love it. I just want to jump on my bed. I like to like throw my pillows around. Sometimes I'll literally turn on my lights on the wall. And they're kind of, I mean, I think about it now and it's set up kind of weird because the lights are behind me. So if I'm sitting on my bed leaning against the headboard, the lights are at my back. But sometimes I'll move my pillows to the foot of the bed so I can stare at the wall. (laughs) And I'll do this just listening to music or something because I love it. I've created a space that makes me feel good. I go in there, I feel light and happy and pretty. And I keep my, I make my bed every day. So there's no clutter. Not that all my clothes in my closet are put away proper every day. But I've created a space that works for me and this helps me to be more productive, to feel more positive and to create more abundance in my life. So this is what I'm talking about. I encourage you, you know, go through your wardrobe, go through your, your kitchen or the spaces that you work in and all that sort of thing. But also look at how do you feel about the way that you're showing up physically? How do you feel about it? Do you like to get haircuts, but you don't go for haircuts very often? Like that's an area that you can level up instead of going every six months for haircuts, go every eight to 12 weeks, like go and get that damn haircut. You are worth it. How are you feeling about your relationships with your kids, with your siblings, your partner and your friends? Are there people that you need to spend less time with? You know, are there people that are maybe not going to make the cut going into you going into the next year with you. That's okay, right? Because we're letting go of guilt, we're letting go of shame. So what's going on with you? How can you reflect? How can you look at what's going on in your life? And how can you let go of some shit? And uh, just take an assessment of it. That's really what the first part of this step is. And this is a step that I'm going to encourage you to do again and again. Because once you start to do this, once you start to declutter, then we can start getting into talking about abundance, goals, clarity, manifestation, and all that sort of thing. But there's a lot to do before we get there. I think that's going to be really helpful for you to let go and start 
living the next level of who you are. When you just start letting go of some shit, then you get to start being immediately that next person of who you are with that next breath. So look around what kind of stuff is sitting around in your life that you need to get rid of. How do you feel about how you're expressing yourself verbally through writing or social media or at work? How do you feel about your, you know, the level of creativity that you've allowed in your life, education and awareness? Are you forgiving yourself? Are you being forgiving to others? Are you being more accepting? So those are some areas that I would really encourage you to, you know, do an assessment, take a look around. But out of all of the things that I've shared so far, what I really encourage you to do is whatever stood out for you, whatever came up for you, write that down and that's what you focus on. Maybe it's not the entire list. Maybe that's for another month. Maybe that's for another week. But if there was something that I shared that really stood out for you, those are the things that you're going to go to. If something else totally different came up for you that you're like, you know what, I'm reflecting on this, I need to do something about this, then that's what I encourage you to do. That's listening to your intuition. That's using your intuition to pick out those messages of what it is that I really need to do. And a statement that I'll leave you with, and I'm not done yet, so don't go anywhere, but a statement that I'll share with you is in order to do blank, I need to do this blank, right? Awareness is going to be so helpful. So I want to walk you through a little bit of a a change that I had to make. This is what I've talked about before, but this one was really huge for me. In order for me to go full time in my business, I had to let go of contract work. I did contract work for a couple of years in transition from going from a full-time employee to a full-time entrepreneur. And ultimately what I really wanted to do I wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur, but it was fucking scary. I loved speaking. I loved being able to set my fees. I mean, it was scary as shit a lot of the time, but I loved growing my network. I loved getting out there and meeting people. I loved coaching and empowering others. And I really loved when I started to get known for being a coach and then getting invited to Uh, programs to be a guest coach or people like random strangers reaching out to me and paying me my fees for coaching. Like it was quite a ride, but I really liked the contract work that I was doing because I enjoyed the work. I got to a point where I, I only said yes to work that I enjoyed doing. So I wasn't stuck doing shit that I wasn't interested in doing. That was really huge for me. So I liked the contract work that I was doing but I hated giving my time to someone else. I knew that even though I liked the work, it didn't go against my values. It didn't go against anything I didn't believe in. But every moment I spent doing work that was not my dream was bringing me down. And I knew I wanted to chase my dream. I knew that's what I was meant to do. And the contract that I was doing was just getting in my way. It was getting in my way from me living my full potential. And I was very aware of that. And I was really scared to have that conversation. Plus, I had no one to have that conversation with. So I knew in order for me to go full time in my business, I had to let go of contracts. So I'll give you a couple of pros and cons. So one of the pros that I had with the contracts, it came time for me to make a decision. And the decision was, do I let go of the contracts? 
And the last contract that I had was with a national organization. I managed my own schedule. It was basically my own employee or my own entrepreneur in a way because it was a contract. And it was $6,000 a month. And it was like an hour a week because it was so easy. The work. No, it wasn't an hour a week. That's not true. Maybe a day a week. Because it was honestly, it was easy work. Easy because I was really good at it. I knew what to do. I was really good at it. So it made it really easy for me. But it was $6,000 a month. That's more than $1,000 a week. It was a lot of money. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't. As much as I, as I've already mentioned, the work didn't go against my values. It wasn't like it was somewhat aligned with what I wanted to do, you know, well, maybe 40-50%, like it just I just knew and I was feeling it it was time for me to let go. And the decision was, do I let go of these contracts? And I knew if I let go of the contracts, then I'm going to have the time and the energy that I wanted to commit to my business. And the con, of course, is it was scary. It was fucking scary. I'm a single parent. I don't have a partner that I can say, you know, hey, I'm not paying rent this month or I'm not buying food this month. Can can you take care of that? Like, no, that wasn't even an option ever. And it was scary relying on myself and trusting that I could make my own income. The contracts that I were was working with, they were reliable. They were consistent. It was, you know, it was money coming in. And so what I did to get around it was I really needed to dig in to better understand what was going on for me. And I knew for me that it was trust. It was faith. I didn't trust myself. I didn't have faith in myself. And that was something that I was dealing with for a long time. Having faith that I could do what I wanted to do and having faith that I was worthy of having that reliability just in general because of the life that I had growing up in poverty and the life that I had growing up with just so much instability. Instability. So I knew from doing the inner work, from doing the journaling, from doing the reflection, was that I needed to build trust in myself so that I could dig into how do I build faith? What do I believe? And can I change my beliefs? I heard a phrase that said, and this is Abraham Hicks, A belief is just a thought you keep on thinking. A belief is just a thought you keep on thinking. And I started to believe that. And I thought if I can change my beliefs, then I can start to build faith. And it was one step at a time. I needed to know what were my beliefs. And so whatever you're looking at decluttering, if it's something major, what are your beliefs? And remember, a belief is just a thought that you keep on thinking. I believed it was possible for me. I didn't know how. That's Abraham Hicks also says, you don't need to know how. You just need to believe it's possible. You just need to know the what. The universe takes care of the how. I believed it was possible. I knew there was something within me that always just knew it was possible. And my fears of how came up all the time. And so I started looking for proof. I believed that I saw other people making their own income. And I chose to believe that if they could do it, I could do it. There's a way. And in order for me to get better at showing up face to cam online, for example, I had to keep doing it. And in order for me to 
believe that I could get better at making money. I needed to just strengthen my skills. I needed to strengthen my belief. I knew I had to keep doing it to get better and better and better and to get more confident at it. So now as I start to wrap up, I'll ask you to always use descriptive words when you're doing your inner work, when you're doing release work, when you're doing forgiveness work or goals. Use descriptive words. So talk about, and this is something I'll just encourage you to daydream for now. Write them down if you like, but daydream. What would you like your life to be like? What kind of income would you like? What do you want your home to be like? What do you want to accomplish this year? And then I want you to start practicing doing things as if it was that. And as I said at the beginning, leveling up is a process. So throughout this message, I invite you to really like stop and think and be very aware of what's coming up for you. Are there ideas? Is there a thought that keeps coming up? Is there a feeling that you get in your body? Recognize where are you feeling it? What is it? Write it down. Be very descriptive. In my last episode, I talked about my Christmas issues and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out what I want it to be like and step away from what I think it should be. I'm trying to really step away from that. And one of the things that I learned is that I wanted it to be a season. I didn't want it to be an event based on December 25th. That's what I really did not want. And I was able to do that. I was able to create it to be a season. And I still feel like we're in that season. And and I like that. That's something that I wanted. That's something that I created. But I know it's In order for it to be like that, I need to step into that. I need to make it be like that. Over the past several months, I've been letting go of so much shit. I've been decluttering my home. I've been decluttering my mindset. I've been letting go of limiting beliefs every single week because I'm doing the work. I'm doing my journaling work. I did an Instagram live the other day on journaling. Check that out if you are interested in what my journaling practice is like and how to get started. I clean out my closet regularly. I clean it out regularly. I get rid of shit in the house all the time. I don't like clutter sitting around. And I let go of guilt and shame. That's been a huge thing for me in the the past year for sure. I've been working on it for a while, but the past year for sure. Letting go of guilt. I'm not fucking feeling guilty for anything. I'm not feeling shame. You know how many fucking years I lived with guilt and shame? We're not doing that anymore and neither are you. Let it go. Let it go. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tolerating my shit talk as well. I think you are a badass and I want to see you next week. I have cool shit coming up. (laughs) I want you to be there. So stay tuned. I love you. You're awesome. Doing the work is all compound. It all adds up. So keep your chin up and keep going. Thank you so much for listening. Miigwech, egose, merci. Please don't leave without hearing me tell you that you are worthy and your time is worthy, which is why I'm so happy you chose to listen to this podcast. If there was something in this message that resonated with you, please take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story and tag me at jessicadumas01. Because if you found this helpful, your friends and your cousins will want to know about it. Until next time, decide you are worthy of what you want and go get it.